Welcome to Cancelled. We are back after a holiday break. And a little break for our sanity, but that's about to be ruined because we're watching <laughs> two more episodes of The River. Danny Goodwin is here. How's it going, Danny? Hello. I'm doing good. How was your uh, your holiday break? It was great. I went back to uh, Plano for a couple weeks when family lives there. and it was Yeah, it was fun. A couple weeks in Plano. How yeah, is yeah. that? I don't know that I've ever spent. It's not... I mean, like, if... I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> you're not from there, but I still have like friends and family. Yeah, 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 there, yeah. So that's nice. But in terms of like things to do, there's no museums <laughs> or anything. <laughs> no, there's yeah. not a lot of culture in Plano. No. I don't know that I've ever been to Plano. Is it like, what size city is it? I have no idea. Is it a city? Is it a town? Yeah, well, I guess it's a town. I mean, it's like, a, it's a... a about it's a suburb, so it's about ten miles north of uh, Dallas. Oh, okay. So it's, that's Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's basically I, the Dallas area. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So it's but it, Plano in itself probably has like uh, a few hundred thousand people that live there. So Word. Okay. Yeah. So that's a fucking city for yeah. sure. Uh, you do anything for New Year's? Um, were you back here? No, you were yeah, I was back here. Okay. Word. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Went to Enzo's, Enzo's party. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? I, okay, was, so Enzo Priestnitz, uh, 2017, funniest person in Austin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had a big New Year's Eve party that I am an old washed ass man, so it did not go. Yeah. I had to work the next day. I was in bed before midnight. Right. Uh huh. I saw in the thing it's something big planned for midnight. Yeah. I'm assuming explosions, but that's fine. Works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were great though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny to see like the rest of the neighborhood like just do like one at a time, and he had like yeah. a whole just display. <laughs> nice. Uh, which sounds better than either episode of The River that we watched. Yes, watch. and I love that this time of year you see like all these like year end lists. Like, oh, did you oh, watch yeah. Atlanta? Did you watch Barry? Is like, have you seen Have you seen yeah. Beale Street or have you seen The Favorite? No, I'm watching The River. Right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going. Back I had to, to catch it. it before Globe season. Yeah, I exactly. didn't know. I'm going back to a 2012 found footage ABC show. <laughs> Ooh. So, all right, I'm going to read the description. Of episode three, Los Ciegos. Three was, I felt, better than four. Agreed. Four was four annoying and boring. Sucked. Yeah, four, <laughs> four was so Three bad. was better, but still full of things that made me angry. Yes. But here's the description. When the crew of the Magus, Magus, I don't know how it's pronounced, goes blind from tree spores, lone holdout AJ, who's the black cameraman, must overcome his most paralyzing fear to find a cure before the blindness becomes permanent, semicolon. The local tribe stalks the crew and judges if they are worthy to stay in the jungle. Wouldn't you say the second part is the actual story? Yes. The overcoming the fear is... Of caves. Of <laughs> caves. Of, ugh, so we'll get into it. But that's like... <laughs> The last four minutes, right? Yeah. He doesn't – in the beginning, they set it up. He references it. He says, like, oh, you know, the the big mind collapse of, you right. know, We find out that the black – so, <laughs> so uh, they're running out of ideas where to find – or they have an idea where to find the doctor or whatever. It's the same frame of every episode. Yeah. They go to a new point in the jungle looking for the doctor. Um, when they get there, they realize they have to go in a cave. And AJ's like, you heard? You knew my one fucking rule. It's like, yeah. I go swimming. I jump in volcanoes. Whatever the fuck. I don't go in caves. And then we get this like uh, real-world confession video of him yeah. uh, <clears throat> saying how he was he was trapped in this mine collapse. And he barely made it out. And now he doesn't go underground. He doesn't go in caves. Right. That's the... Long and the short of the cave thing until the very end when yep. he has to climb under a tree, which is not a cave. No. Yeah. And so that he was – I guess we'll get into to that sure. part. But just to clarify, he was going under that tree 
to find a cure for the blindness? Yes. He, <laughs> yes. There was some sort of bulb that grew under yeah. some kind of tree. God and here's what's so damn. fucking dumb. So the, This is what's dumb. Uh, yeah, all of it is <laughs> yeah. what's dumb, but in this particular right, instance, right, right. this specific yeah. thing is also dumb. Uh, he said, so we get that scene in the beginning where he's like, oh, I don't go in caves. So I'm like, okay, he's going to have to go in a cave. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. very obvious. They then say that this bulb grows under this type of tree. Right. Which he gets there and he's like looking around, looking around, and then he sees there's like kind of a space that he could get underneath the like the tr- the trunk of the tree. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, under a tree. That's what you meant." Yeah, that's what the fuck they meant. What they said the yeah, whole yeah. time. There was never any. It was never vague. It was under the tree the whole fucking time. They said that. That yeah. really annoyed me. Um. We learned a little bit. Uh, one interesting fact: the captain is the the guy who's got the daughter, who's like the pilot, is an ex-con apparently. The oh oh the, the father of the yes, girl. Yes, yes, yeah. He says like Daryl, like why do you you know why do you stay on the ship when all this terrible shit has happened? Which I'm going to get to, which is my main thing that pisses me off about this show and many shows. Right. Uh huh. And he says like, well, when I was an ex con when I first got out of jail, no one would hire me, but he did. So I he I owe my life for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is my problem with this show and a lot of supernatural shows, which is you fought a demon three days ago <laughs> and undeniable demon. It's not like, well, maybe there's a weird explanation. No, you fought a demon. You know yes. it was a demon. You all agree you fought a demon. <laughs> so now, when some weird shit happens, why is everybody like, oh, enough, what is that? Come on. That's right, such right, bullshit. Right. No, you know. Every single episode because yeah. a new legend gets unveiled. And, it's, and for some reason, that girl knows every single one. She knows all of it, but yeah. also, I will say this about the legend thing. On one hand, if I have to give the show a compliment, it's that they're kind of at least coming up with original monsters, yeah. right? I don't know that I've seen any of the sort of monster of the weeks that they've done so far in other things, or at least no. interesting takes on things. Right, right, right. But now they're at the point where every single one of them is set up the exactly the same way, where they go like, oh, that's just a myth they tell children. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, so for this one and the next one, this one's like, oh, the whatever tribe that they run into, they're like, that's a myth they tell children to, to respect the jungle. And the next right. one's like, that's a myth they tell children to, so they don't steal or whatever. <laughs> but I'm so mad at the second episode, episode four, because he says the same thing. I'm like, bitch, you just said that yesterday. These, these episodes take place within days of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, It really it, fucking annoys the shit out of me. I think we might have talked about this on the first one, but do you, and, and I, I flipped, flop back and forth on this but do you think in the right hands conceptually and not even the found footage thing but just people on the amazon um just running into shit do you think someone can make a good show out of i this? think that's a perfectly reason like as a base framework this these people's father disappeared they're going to find him and in such they discover magic and supernatural shit yeah. also there's apparently some greater conspiracy also going against them that seems like a perfectly interesting show however it has been written by complete idiots who also by the way is there a single likable character on this show not at all do i like one of these people and it's, it's not even like it's it's not even likability at a certain point it's just like like they can be dicks 
in the way, but yeah, I want I want to at least be interested in that. Sure, you know. Well, I will I will say as far as the likability is concerned, they're all assholes. Right. Everyone on this show is a fucking dickhead, except for maybe the teenage daughter. But she is such a like MacGuffin ass, just a plot, plot device. device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't connect to her in any way. Right. She just exists to be fucking exp- yeah. uh, like exposition. Exactly. So the mother in this episode is decided that she has to be. Fucking, uh, uh, she's like, she's just completely one note focused on fighting the father to the point where when they're in the jungle at one point, the producer guy's like, she's like, we have to keep going. And he's like, look, uh, it doesn't make like, it doesn't make sense to keep moving if all of our, your crew is going to be dead when you get there. Right. We need to take five. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, fuck you for starters. And yeah. secondly, why does anybody keep moving? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we are, uh, employer employee rules no longer apply. Yeah, we are fighting demons. And it's they just all and and this is I don't even know if it's necessarily the actor specifically, but they're just so passive about these things. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So, well, the it's only like one who is in the woods or something. The it's only like, one who no. isn't is maybe the black guy. Yeah, at one point. The fucking dickhead producer, who is such a fucking trope dickhead. Yeah. At one point, he when he tells him to get in the cave, the the guy's like, "You, I told you before, I do this, I do this, I don't go in caves." His immediate response is, "Get in the cave." That's all he says. <laughs> there's no, there's get nothing else. Cave. Just get in the cave. And the, at least to the black guy's credit, he's like, "Fuck off." And he right, goes, right, he, right. He leaves. He's the only one who tells anybody to fuck off. The uh, and it's not. Yeah, this isn't a situation like The Sopranos where you have unlikable characters that you root for. <laughs> no. There's nothing... Like, and even... So I guess we're supposed to think that the son, the doctor, yeah. is like the moral compass or whatever. Yeah, is he the hero? I guess, but also, <laughs> I don't like him. No. Because he's also an incompetent dickhead. Yeah, and I this is a double dipping. It's fine. Yeah, we can jump the, the This is the fourth episode. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess... We'll get to this later, but okay. just like as a quick point, I did not get why he was so defensive of that guy. They we found. will one hundred percent get to that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so they go in the cave. They were immediately like, that was the dumbest moment too. So they're in this cave at one point, and they they like find a dead body who's like eyes have been cut out. He's been disemboweled. <laughs> the the line that she says, she goes, "Is that my dad?" <laughs> <laughs> like and not not like terrified asking that. She's like, "Huh? Is that my dad?" Yeah, <laughs> like, very inquisitive. Yeah. Her tone of reflection was very strange. Also. <laughs> Who are you asking? It is a rotted corpse with his eyes cut yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But of course, he's got his fucking passport on him for some dumb yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. reason. It wasn't him, though. No, no, yeah. it was some other member of the crew or okay. whatever they said. Uh, but uh, just to go back to one point when we find out that the, the the girl's father is an ex-con, they tried to do this thing where they went to everybody to get like, why are you still here? Because I feel like somebody in the writer's room was like, so why would any of these people still be on this boat? Yeah. They fought demons and shit for two weeks. Why is, why are, why is anybody still here? Except for maybe the, the wife and the son. Cause they have like a connection. Oh, right. Right. Uh, and except, so he's like that. He has that reason. They don't ask the girl. Cause she doesn't speak English, which is a line in this episode that fucking really annoyed me. Uh, and then, uh, everyone else is like, oh, because I'm getting paid. How much can you possibly be getting paid yeah. to make this worthwhile? And th- there should just at least be – they should just keep emphasizing that point because there's really no – I mean I get that there is the emotional element of like finding this guy. But like 
for but for the mother and the son. And no one else. No one else. Oh, is I, guess, I guess I, the the one girl. Um, oh, her one woman's looking for her dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah who's but, also on the crew or whatever. I get a feeling that guy's. Dead. Which is oh, he's going to be super dead. <laughs> yeah. And also, I would like to say. <laughs> What a lazy thing where they're like, okay, these two characters are motivated because they're trying to find their husband slash yeah. father. Oh, what about this other lady? What she need? Uh, her dad, too? Yeah. Like, there's you couldn't come up with another thing. Right. Also, maybe I would buy if one of them was like, oh, because we found fucking proof of the supernatural and that's like a million dollar payday. Yeah. Like, that's a reason. I can buy that. Right. But apparently they're just working for the paycheck, which yeah. can't be that much. No. Uh, so... They come out of the cave. I laughed at this. So they go in the cave, and then they, they find the dead bodies. They keep walking. They come upon this thing that's like, oh, it looks kind of shiny or whatever, and they shine their lights on it, and it's a bunch of bats. And the bats all fly at them, which I was like, of course it's fucking bats. Right. But what I genuinely laughed at is when they come out, and the black dude's just like, eh, you're all covered in bat shit. Yeah. And then it cuts to them, and they are literally just covered in bat yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That made me genuinely laugh. <laughs> did, uh, you, did you notice, like, in both of these episodes... They, I think uh, I know what you're going to say, but they yes. They bumped up the cursing. There is so much beeping of profanity <laughs> in these episodes. Like, to a, like, I think one moment... Comic. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, meant yeah, to yeah, be yeah, yeah. funny. And it was yeah, just because like, someone says, like, what? and why don't you be... Like, this elongated <laughs> yeah, beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it came out of fucking nowhere. No, I don't remember any of it in the I, first two episodes. I remember, like, a beep or two in yeah, the first two it's episodes. constant in yeah. these two episodes. Uh, the other thing the black guy says in this episode that really fucking pisses me off is uh, at one point the girl says something. He, somebody's like, because like, she, so they find this mark on the on the cave or whatever. It's yeah. a symbol of some local tribe, the Marciagos or something. And uh, she says it, but she doesn't speak. She's speaking not English. And the black guy's like, I'm sorry. I don't understand a word this girl says. Yeah. Dickhead, <laughs> it's a different language. You said that like she like has a lisp or like right, she doesn't right, like right. you know enunciate. No, of course you don't. She's speaking another language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking moron. Um, also, everybody in this. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's, it's actually please. It's a kind of a separate point. It's but, fine. Uh, since you've started doing this podcast, has anyone reached out to you and said, "Oh, I." I watched that show while it was on. It's happened. Not it's about happened. this. Not about not, not about, about the river. This one, not yeah. about the river. But that has definitely happened. That's because that's what's interesting to me about watching this. Is it was like it was an eight week run, sure. and it's like that's you still got to dedicate eight yeah, hours to yeah, finishing yeah, the story. Yeah. So it's like and I'm, someone like, out there did it. I know? have no <laughs> idea if they give any amount of a wrap up by episode eight like if they try oh, to yeah. make up an, or if it just like oh we we thought we were gonna get 20 and we got canceled so right like, i don't oh know my god uh, <laughs> but also like they every thought wrong. no they de- yeah i don't i do like the idea of people sitting around like lost right huh we, did, we got another lost <laughs> on our hands five seasons baby super excited for that's, this portion. that's what fascinates me about stuff like this though it's just like there's got to be someone that Thought this was a good idea. Sure. There has to be several people who thought this was right. a good idea. Somebody wrote it. Somebody produced it. Somebody agreed to put it on television. That's multiple people's right. decision alone. Because I'm willing to like, you know, I get like some of these like maybe like CBS sitcoms that you'll see like trailers for, and it's like, yeah. oh, that's someone's just getting a check there, and I get that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. like some cynical side of all this, but this show is ambitious enough. It has Steven Spielberg attached. Somebody to it. was very yeah, someone yeah, yeah. was on board. This with was this somebody's idea. baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was a passion project. Definitely, yeah. Uh, it's not some two and a half men spinoff, you know, like this is like really someone liked this idea. And again, 
I don't even know if the idea is that bad. It's just executed so terribly. Absolutely terribly. So uh, the other thing they love in this show is like uh, time elapsed footage. They're always going to sleep, and then like we get that shot of like oh coming to day fast, and like the count the clock changing. Right, right. Uh, while they're sleeping in this episode, we see the like these natives kind of creep up while they're sleeping, and I was like, please God, I, I like I know they're not going to because it's eight episodes of the show, but I really wish they just murdered all of them in their sleep, <laughs> just like that dude that went to that island by India, yeah, the yeah, missionary yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I wish they just fucking. Be a great ending. Be a fantastic ending. Yeah. Particularly in the in the wake of a line that the producer says, which makes me so mad. So what we find out is that this tribe, uh, they the Masuzers. I wrote it down, kind of. Uh, Morsegos. Morsegos. And uh, they will watch you. They they're like the the watchers of the jungle, and they'll watch you if you're not from there, and they'll decide if you're worthy of being in the jungle. It's about selfishness. Right. If you're too selfish and you take from the jungle or whatever, you don't belong there, and they'll fucking cut your eyes out and, and disembowel you and leave you in a fucking cave. Yeah. Uh. So the the mom says that a producer guy at one point, or one somebody says to the producer guy like, hey, we like this is not good where like we should get out of here these natives are clear oh because the uh while they're sleeping they draw all these symbols around their campsite or whatever the, yeah the, the natives do and the producer says and i wrote it down because it's insane uh we're not here to drill for oil or clear cut the forest we're just trying to make a tv show do you think these natives know what TV shows are? <laughs> yeah. Like you think they're like, oh, these are okay. They're just oh, they're creatives. Fine. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Like no, no, they're, you're just white. <laughs> they just don't like you. You don't belong here. <laughs> fucking di- oh, makes me, I, I've never said dickhead more than watching this show because yeah. everyone in the show is a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Everyone's a dickhead. Uh, so at one point, then the mother, we she's like, I can't see. She's gone. She's gone blind. Yeah, and, and my, the most people on the show end up. Everyone ends up blind eventually. Right. <laughs> Did the camera guy go blind? The camera guy's the only guy who doesn't go blind yeah. because he has to climb under the fucking right, tree right, to right. say to get the cure for the blindness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's kind of sporadic. Like one goes blind, and a little while later, somebody else, and it's yeah. kind of spreading through the through the family. At one point, the head of security guy goes blind and accidentally stabs the producer when he sneaks up on him, which I actually genuinely liked a lot. Was that an accident? I think. Well, I think he stabbed him because he was like because he was blind at that point. Okay, and he. I mean, oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought I, about that. This isn't a conspiracy. As much I'm just more <laughs> thinking like. It's the way he acted it out. Oh, he's so deliberate. Well, he definitely you know? deliberately stabbed a person. Yes, I think he thought that it was somebody, it was someone, like gotcha. it was one of the natives or oh, whatever. Okay, that makes sense. But also, there is an argument to be made that he wasn't scared because yeah. at one point the producer goes to him after the mi- the mother's gone blind because the mother and him have a little thing. We find out. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Uh, he. Uh, he tells him, like, look, I know you have that satellite phone in your fucking bag because he's been going, like, sneaking and right, calling back to whoever this conspiracy is and telling him, like, oh, they're going to find the source or whatever. Right. He's like, no, you have that satellite phone in your bag. I don't give a shit who you're talking to. But if this goes bad, you're using it to call for fucking help and get us out of here. Yeah. So maybe there's an argument to be made that he stabbed him on purpose trying to 
kill him because he was onto his shit. Yes. Argument to be made. I don't think that's what they intended, but no. it would be a better fucking idea yeah. than him just going, oh, and stabbing his <laughs> dude in the fucking stomach. Um, and also, I think that security guy's accent changed. In the- <laughs> that security guy's <laughs> accent has changed several times. It was like, I think it was British at one point. Now he's just straight up German. He's straight like- up German, but there was also like a Swiss element at yeah, one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. He's all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, the mom says it in the next episode, and I'm just going to bring it up, but I, I think it's the next episode that she says it in. But she says to him at one point, she's like, uh, uh, she says, like, you're supposed to be the head of the security, and the only thing you're securing is, like, your paycheck or something like that. And it's like, you know, you bring a valid point. This guy's the head of security. You've been attacked every week, and he has done nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that guy, they keep cutting to him because he's talking to someone, right? So, like, is he, does he have some secret that yeah we don't know well he about? keeps calling whoever the upper the, the people in charge of there is clearly some conspiracy about hiding the source will they bring it up again in the next episode yeah the yeah guy they find uh and he's calling back reporting on the on the goings-on of this group okay. to someone we don't know who but clearly there's some sort of evil here's group a, somewhere here's a guess okay i don't i don't know even if this makes sense take a stab the the guy Emmett. Who? Why not? Uh, why not? <laughs> I also, <laughs> fucking why fucking not? Like yeah, any sense where we make as much sense as fucking anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So here's the okay. So eventually, sporadic like in stages, everybody eventually is going blind on this boat. At yeah. one point, while the producer and the mother are blind, we find out that they had a thing. Right. She said that he's like. And then she tells him, and I found this very annoying, she's like, there's cameras all over this boat. I want you to destroy the footage of this conversation because I don't want my son to find out about it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the son is standing in the hallway watching, listening to them. They don't know he's there because he's blind. But also, how is he going to go through the tapes and cut out the footage? He's fucking blind. Right. I don't, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, which brings me to my larger point about the blindness in this episode. Causes... Zero problems for anyone. Nothing. He's doing fucking surgery. Yeah. People literally go like, <laughs> he's like, I need fishing line. And the, the, guys, and the captain guy goes, oh, where's my tackle box? The, the teenage girl goes like, oh, I put it in the like boiler room. I can get it. She just goes there and finds it immediately, yeah, yeah, yeah. blind to the fucking back. <laughs> Everyone on this boat is blind. Nobody trips. No. Nobody falls over anything. The barely their faces and their eyes, other than the um, the father, was the only one who looked like his eyes had changed. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. physically, they went. You know, they did not transform in any way, shape, or form. At one point, know? the sun. So at one point, they're all on the boat, and then the Marsegos show up on the boat. Yeah, and uh, well. Some of them are off trying to find this bulb to clear their blindness or whatever. And uh, they're kind of in separate rooms, but they've all managed to like, barricade themselves in whatever room they're in. And uh, the mom starts going, oh, my God, they're getting in, they're getting in or whatever. And the son says, like, there's a knife to your right. Can you see it? No. No, she can't. You know that. <laughs> like, who let that, like, that is such a shitty, like, should have been caught by a line producer or, like, yeah. script supervisor line, which just kind of shows how, like, I think this show is committed to the broader idea of itself and never focuses on the details. Right. Because, like, oh, shit, people blind in the fucking jungle because of some crazy tribe who, by the way, don't have eyes. Did you see that part? I... When the tribe shows up? 
they cut to a close-up of one of them, and oh. he just has hollow eye sockets really? like that look kind of like the dead guy's body. Oh, shit, So I I'm thinking that. maybe they cut their own eyes out or something. <laughs> but also, there's some supernatural thing happening with those fucking uh, tribes people. Yeah. Because, so this is happening on a boat. Meanwhile, the head of security, the blonde lady... And uh, the black guy have gone ashore to try to find the bulb. Right. While they're ashore, the blonde lady and the uh, head of security go blind. At which point the black dude is like, fuck y'all, I'm out. Which I really enjoyed. He's like, y'all were mean to me. This dude bullied me. But also, what a dickhead move. He says a line here that really kind of like... they could have played it as like a guy who was afraid and was like, "Look, I'm sorry, but I I, got, I can't. Like, you're gonna get me killed, and I don't want to die." Yeah, and like that's like a human expression of cowardice that like I can relate to. At one point, he says uh, he's taken off, and he goes, "When I get to the hotel, I'll book a massage, have a sandwich, and then I'll call you a helicopter." <laughs> Why is he an asshole about it? <laughs> like he also has got to be shitty. They. All of these people just act like they lost their map on a hike. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. their level of concern right now. Not that we've all gone blind from this unknown toxin. There's these tribes people <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, want to yeah. kill us. And we're trying to find people that are more than likely dead. You he, know? Al- he also, at one point when they first start going blind, uh, I think the blonde girl says, like, uh, well, your father always said that uh, – Everything in the jungle has a an opposite. There's a yin for every yang. Yeah. So if there's something that can make us blind, there has to be something that can cure us. No, there doesn't. No. That is faulty science yeah, yeah, yeah. at its best. <laughs> there's cancer. There's not also the Anti- opposite cancer. of cancer. Yeah, like, yeah. shut up, stupid. What is their plan? Um, and maybe this is talked about, but like, what if they find these people? Let's say that. What's right. their like? What's the exit strategy? Like, how are they getting back? I mean, they have that boat, I guess. I don't, like, they haven't bought, they haven't brought it up. So they're just pretty confident that they'll be able to just go right back I home. Think what also is weird is, I assume, that, so they always say, like, this is a rescue mission. We're yes. going to save a life, right? Yeah. So their logic is that these people, whoever's missing, are somehow alive but being prevented from getting home, yeah, right? they're being prevented from leaving. So, yeah. are they? E- they're either like trapped under a log or being held captive, right? right? So, if you go to them, <laughs> yeah, you could also be in that 100%. situation. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh-huh. you have no backup other than this weird German guy who, yeah. like, who is not on your side, not at all, and also it makes it very, very clear. obviously yeah. not on your <laughs> yeah. side. He well stabbed one of you, twirling a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, I, I wanted to talk about the son. How he said, "Oh, he's supposed to be our hero." Wild piece of shit in this episode. At one point, the the uh, the producer's been stabbed. Yes. And he stitches him up or whatever. But then he tears his stitches from coughing or something. So right. he's holding his, like, he's there holding pressure on the wound while the blind girl goes to find a thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. she can easily find. And uh, he starts to question him about his mother. The, the, starts to question the producer about his relationship with his mother. Right. The worst timing. Well, here's why it's fucking wild. Because he says, like... Uh, He's like, so how long has this thing been going on with your mom or whatever? And the doc, the producer basically is more or less says it's none of your business or I'm not going to talk to you about it or whatever. And he asks him a question. He doesn't answer it. So he jams his fucking fingers in the guy's <laughs> wound. He's just torturing this man. 
Not even, not even for like, not in like a Jack Bauer way where it's like, oh, if I don't torture this guy, the nuclear bomb's gonna go right, off. No. He's just torturing him because he wants to know why he fucked his mom. <laughs> fuck what a mom? piece of shit this guy's supposed to be our hero. <laughs> oh, God. Again, nobody is fucking likable on this show. No one. Uh, um, so, <laughs> yeah, so they, the blind guy, the black guy eventually, like, he leaves, but then he goes... He doesn't... Here's what shitty is. He doesn't even have that moment where he's, like, about to get, like, to shore and go, oh, god damn it, and, like, turn around and go try to find the thing. Right. There's no moment where he, like, changes his mind or makes a choice to do the right thing. He just leaves from there where he's telling them, I'm, fuck you guys, I'm leaving you here to die, Yeah. to immediately be searched. He's already looking for this bulb, which means he did that to them just to fuck with them? Right. Which makes you a horrible person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You left two blind people in the jungle, in their minds, to die. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, the, the the degree to which no one is okay on this show really fucking bothers me. Yeah. Um. He eventually finds the bulb, but here's where the supernatural, where supernatural thing is. So he goes, he climbs underneath, and while he's under, there's like a cave in. All this dirt starts piling on him. And he's got the camera, and he's like talking to presumably a wife or someone in his family. Oh, he's right. Like, you know, it's, I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's, uh, I think he mentions his dad. Too. Okay, yeah. yeah, I was barely paying attention. It, yeah, That's why he's getting very upset. <laughs> uh, so he's doing that, and he's getting covered in dirt. So the cave in is happening. Meanwhile, on the boat, the Morsegos are coming from all the angles. They're about to kill everybody. They're about to kill the mom, most specifically. Right. At which point, the producer, with his wound, stumbles out into the hallway, and he's like, look, it's my fault. Take me. Don't, you know, leave her. Leave the rest of them, but take me. Yeah. And they, the Marcegos, see that as a sign of, of selflessness, and their whole thing is you can't be selfish. So when he, when he does oh. the, when he agrees oh, to sacrifice himself, all. yeah, when he agrees <laughs> to sacrifice himself, they go, oh, well, they, he's proven to be worthy. We'll leave them alone. Oh, so similarly, that's what's going down in the next episode as well, at the very end. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that happens, but then somebody pulls – somebody, I'm assuming Omar Sego, uh pulls the – Black cameraman, what in the media moment of that happening, where they clearly make a decision, they all kind of back away, pulls him out of this under the tree thing and saves his life. But how did that guy know that this dude on the boat did the thing on the boat? Right. They must have some sort of supernatural connection. So this is more than at first I thought this episode was just, oh, weird tribesmen have a rule about their jungle and they're gonna fucking protect it or whatever. Not necessarily a supernatural thing. They made some toxin in the jungle to make you blind. Perfectly fine. Yeah. You guys are all touching each other. I'm sure it got in your eyes or whatever. Right, right. But then this moment, it's like, oh, they're also, like, telepathic? I don't understand how they – yeah, it's just – this episode couldn't figure out what it wanted to be. That being said, I will say this. It wasn't particularly boring, which I will no. say is my biggest complaint about the next episode. Yes. I, uh, I think that, honestly, as much as we're shitting on it, yeah. I think episode three was the best one. Mm. So far, of all four, okay. Just because I think that you add in, like, the... And again, it's so fucking poorly executed. (laughs) But, like, you add in at least the the tension of everyone being blind, someone stabbed, there's people coming to get them. There is something a little bit 
grounded is not the right word, but no, there but there's, is there's stakes. At there's least. stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, agreed. And I and I can like at least look at it and go, oh, how are they going to get out of this one? Right. Versus the next episode where you're just like, who gives <laughs> a fuck? <laughs> Uh, also because we don't, they don't really explain why we're supposed to give a fuck until like the last 10 minutes of the episode. I did. You're going to have to explain it to me. Okay. Cause I was very little to explain. Okay, cool. Uh, Um, but just to finish up the last episode, uh, I at least will also say it, I would normally say about an episode like that, that it built tension. Well, yes. Except the fact that nobody having any problems being blind and doing anything Completely took the tension out of them. Uh, right. Because it's like, oh, we're blind. I'll be like, oh, shit, that's terrifying. Imagine you're just fucking blind all of a sudden. You're in a yeah. goddamn jungle. What yeah, are you going to yeah. do? How can you possibly survive? Oh, easily. You yeah. just walk fine. You right, never right. trip over a root. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get on your boat. You know where every fucking thing is. <laughs> you might bump into one thing or two. Yeah. I don't even know if they did that. No. Most people, I think, were just fine. Yeah. yeah but, like, at one point, you'd see somebody, like, go for a doorknob and then have to go over here. Right. That was, like, the most. That was it. Uh, <laughs> which brings us to episode four. A Better Man. Yes. Right? Well, this is the episode we watched, yes? Uh, right. Yeah. The Hanging Guy? Yeah. Okay. Making sure we watch the same Jesus episode. Jesus Christ, this one sucked. Uh, I I just... <laughs> it was so bad. It's very boring. Yeah. Um, I wrote... Uh, my fourth note down is this episode is boring, and then I say that again like three more times. <laughs> um, so here is the premise of the episode. And they're they, they are doing a thing now. They did it in a previous episode where they... St- they very obviously try to set up a theme for the episode. The previous episode was like, why are you people still on this boat? Right. And they go around and ask everybody. In this episode, the theme is, who's the leader? Right. Right? Like, there, we, nobody listens to them. It's not that we don't have any leads. We don't have, have a leader. leader. They say that very... And Great then, like, line. They go... <laughs> <laughs> everything is... So, but everything is as equally ham-fisted as that line right, is right, in this right. episode. So when if they... not more. Yeah, they so. go to, like, the... Uh, the head of security, and he's like, I, if I lead, I lead by example, or whatever yeah. bullshit thing he says. Uh, basically, they're saying how, like, no, like, the mom is ostensibly the captain, but nobody really listens to her. Yeah. Uh, the uh, captain, the, the mechanic guy says, like, oh, Emmett's the, you know, the doctor is the captain and will always be until we know he's dead or whatever. Right. And meanwhile, the producer's kind of stirring this shit up, right? He's kind of yeah, stirring yeah, yeah. the pot a little bit. So they're going down the fucking river, and they come across this guy who's hanging by his neck from some vines in the trees. <laughs> He's clearly dead as shit, right? Yeah. They're staring at him for some time. Right, right. Dead. They were saying, like, he was, like, decaying already. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. fucking dead. Yeah. And then suddenly he, like, wakes up. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, oh, shit, we gotta get him out of that tree. Motherfucker, you just watched a dead man come back to life <laughs> in a situation where you have been surrounded by nothing but supernatural horseshit. Yes. Stop being so goddamn gullible. Right. Just keep going. Right. Uh, but they can't because they realize he was part of the crew of the doctor's crew and yeah. maybe he'll have a clue of where we go. So German guy puts like four rounds into the <laughs> the vine and just he plops right it's into the water. It's so <laughs> hilarious that he's able to shoot those vines yeah. but then when any of the other things are happening he can't shoot nah, shit. Yeah. yeah, he can't do the goddamn thing. The other guy fucking Carter shoots that hog in the last episode or whatever. Right, right. Uh, so fucking dumb. So... <laughs> 
Also, the the fucking dude. Okay, back to the leadership shit. The uh, the head of security says this line. He's like, uh, "If I lead, I lead by example." But I'm not trying to be a leader. Or whatever he goes, the one who sticks his neck out usually gets it cut off. Gets his neck cut off? That's not no. His head would be. Maybe, <laughs> nobody cuts off a neck. It's just terrible <laughs> writing. Uh, so they find the guy hanging. Whatever. Uh, they decide that he's has he's showing signs of malaria and they have to get him quinine which i guess they're making from the bark of a tree which right. is i looked it up and that's where quinine comes from um what is quinine it's a medicine that's used to treat malaria oh okay for sure um and the mother once again being a wild dickhead and trying <laughs> to uh assert her whatever leadership yeah the son comes in at one point and is like look we gotta get him to a hospital or he's gonna die and the mother's like, well, let's think about this. <laughs> no. No, you either – you just saved his life from the tree, right? So either you take him to a hospital because he's going to die. Or you just or leave him here. you fucking leave him there yeah, and keep yeah. going. But, like, this – why is this up for a fucking debate all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's very much like, um, hold on. Let's, let's examine <laughs> our options here a little bit. There's no options. <laughs> and then <laughs> immediately – the Immediately birds start falling out of the sky and yeah. everyone's like, oh, that's weird. It must be a storm. Right, right. What the yeah. fuck storm are you – they literally go, oh, there's a storm coming. And you're like, oh, that explains it. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Uh, it, and like the blonde – the girl the, – the not the blonde girl, the young one who doesn't speak English. Right. Immediately knows what's going on. She's like, oh, El Ciego. I think yeah. I El, God, she El knows, Cogado. She knows all of these. She knows everything. Also, she's supposed to be like 15. But she knows every fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. And El Cogato is the hanging man. She has, like, these tarot cards. And I guess they're, like, Brazilian versions of tarot cards. Right. And uh, she's like, the cards know and they speak the truth or whatever. And the myth of the hanging man is that this man stole something at some point And the jungle spirits or whatever. Somebody put a curse on him. Yeah, he's condemned. And he's condemned to hang forever. Okay. Never fully die always be hanging right and since they took him the jungle's mad the jungle it's wants all him back. yeah it's all out of whack so now so now the right. idea is he's got to go hang himself again right or they have to throw him they should be they should hang him back right, whatever, right, right. right they should give him back to the jungle uh but again this bullshit she goes el, el colgado the hanging man and the father goes it's a fairy tale they teach children nigga you said the same thing <laughs> last week about the other thing and that thing was real too. it was 100 percent real you were blind three days ago it's so infuriating um so he's we we find out that the guy was part of the crew the blonde girl like interviewed him for the job, so she feels responsible or some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but he has stolen some tape, right? We see him with this tape, but we don't know what's on it at first. We see it eventually. But then we also see this tape, which I actually thought was mildly effective, of uh, it's we see the tape of the doctor, and he's on his boat, crazy storms happening, it's dark, and there's all these fucking vines like holding the boat in place, and he's chopping all these vines off the back, and oh, I gotta get it out of the rotor, it takes him a couple minutes, he gets all the vines off, and he gets back on the thing, and he walks, and he says, okay, we got the boat, we'll get it started up, we'll get out of here, and he turns around, and the vines are all just immediately back, like, he's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, okay, that's creepy and good, right. I'm, I'm okay with that. Obviously, that's like, not normal. Uh, but what annoyed me is the girl sees like the whole t- like she knows that if you're the hangman it's because you've stolen something and you're being punished. 
So she sees him at one point, like, for no fucking reason, just sitting on the deck of the boat, just looking at this videotape that he's stolen. Yeah. But he's just, like, got it out looking at it. And then she sees him. He sees her see lo- him looking at it. Right. And he's like, oh, and stuffs it back in his pocket real quick. But why were you just looking at it on deck? It's not yeah. like he wasn't. She didn't come into a room where he was watching it or taking it out of the deck. He's just looking he's at it. He's just got it out of his pocket for no yeah. reason at all. It's so fucking lazy. So now that was what he stole. He stole a video. He stole a videotape, but and the what was vid- on the tape. The tape, as best as I could tell, was some man in a jungle someplace. And I'm assuming the jungle we're in, right? Uh, and he looked to be. I'm putting homey man on him or medicine man. That's me being culturally ignorant, but yeah. like he had on robes. The show is too. The so show, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Far for the course. But here. he was like in some sort of robes or whatever, and he right. was like sitting there. And then you see, I, I'm assuming it's supposed to be a spirit or something leaving his body. Okay. Like you see him like doing not. this thing or whatever. I was working when I had it on, so I, I don't know. If and I think maybe it was him dying or whatever. And uh, then you see the fucking him just like turn the camera to himself and Whoa. speak to the camera. He goes, <laughs> yeah. "Sorry, but I'm getting my Peabody." Yeah. Why oh, would right. you say that to the camera? <laughs> After he's on it's such a bullshit. <laughs> Who's that for? Just yourself? Like it's just insane. Why do you want a Peabody too? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, if he's a he's a journalist, theoretically, he oh, wants okay, a okay. Peabody. Yeah, yeah. But like. What that line? Like to turn the camera on yourself? Who were you talking to? Right, right, right. It's just fucking the cheesiest, shitty yeah. writing on the planet. To get across the idea that oh, he's taking this thing he's not supposed to take or whatever. Yes, but it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh huh. So then a bunch of weird shit happens. They get attacked by bugs at one point. Yeah. Uh, which I found annoying only because people's react. So like they're getting attacked by these giant, uh, not giant bugs, but they're big, locusts, locust kind of bugs, size yeah. bugs or whatever. But at one, and they're surrounding the boat and they had they had some brief interaction with a guy who's like selling things on the water he's like a little boat that he kind of paddles by he's like oh do you need water or food or whatever he's selling them and at one point she sees him say hey there's a storm coming you can stay with us until the storm passes and the guy goes oh no i live right over there don't worry about it then the bugs come and we see that the bugs have killed this man they've eaten him and he's fucking dead as shit right so these bugs are fucking no joke we see the mom see that they are acknowledged. They know the bugs kill people. Yeah. Apparently, they want to find out what the the dude they rescued from the vines know, but his cell phone is plugged in outside of the room that they're in. Yeah. So she opens a fucking window to reach around and get this fucking cell phone. Bugs. The goddamn killer bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're they're so incompetent at survival yet somehow managed to survive everything yeah that's the thing very annoying it's four or four episodes in they should have died a long time ago i find it very annoying so and now this is what we were talking about earlier um eventually they're all once they realize that oh this guy like We'll just got to put him back. To right. They realize that the, they finally listen to the teenage girl. Yeah. Realize he's the hanging man, and he has to like. They, if they don't, if we don't put him back, we're, he's going to kill us. They also the thing that they the, the jungle is going to get us all. Yeah. What they see on one of the other tapes is the doctor making that same decision. Right. The doctor throwing him off the boat because he, he knows that this guy's 
they're coming for him. Okay. They're coming for him. So with, they see that, and they go, okay, well, we got to do the fucking same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the guy. The doctor. The, the main dude. The doctor, the son. Yeah. The son. Yeah. God, what was his deal? He was. It was as if this guy was his brother or something. I mean, like, talk about you cut to or like just think about what we said a moment ago of him sticking his fingers through this man's wound asking <laughs> yeah, yeah, him, Would yeah, you yeah. fuck my mom yeah and now suddenly he's like a hero <laughs> like suddenly well, his he's fucking harry potter he's you know? trying to yeah yeah he's trying to be the moral compass being like we can't be murderers right. we can't kill this man it's like you're a piece of shit you dude. yeah you've been a piece of shit this whole time i don't believe you and also yeah, you fucking can. Yeah. You clearly know he's bad. Yeah. Like, he's not, the jungler's not coming for him because he's innocent. Right, right, and right. They, and his thing is like, we all make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, well, when cross that bridge when you get to it, man, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is this dude's mistake. <laughs> to the point where even the guy fucking figures it out. The guy's like, you know what, I'm sorry, I can't have the rest of your deaths on my conscience. So he runs outside, wraps a fucking vine around his neck, and jumps to hang himself. Yeah. At which point... The well, no, it's not even that. So he grabs for some reason he grabs the cell phone, which yeah. I guess has the video on it or whatever, which is dumb because that's not. I just figured that out. Just put it together. It's making me angry. <laughs> so as so he, they're all in this room, and everybody except the son is like, "We gotta fucking kick him out, you know, feed him to the wolves or whatever." And the son eventually like grabs a gun. He's like, "Everybody, back up!" Whatever, whatever is chaos. At which point the the hanging guy goes like, oh, no, I can't have it, whatever. He grabs the cell phone and runs out. But the cell phone didn't have the video footage on it. The fucking tape did. That's the why he had did. the fucking tape. Yeah. Right? Am I crazy? Like, that's the whole reason he had a fucking tape. Right. So uh, he runs out with this thing, wraps a cord around his neck, ha- is hanging. As he's hanging, he drops the cell phone, and the cell phone breaks. And what is so goddamn funny to me is you see... Also, it's a thing in all supernatural things, which you can't even almost can't get mad at. But like, there has to be a way of visibly representing supernatural sort of essences or whatever. So like, yellow fog kind of comes out of the crack in yeah, the cell phone, yeah, yeah. which is what we saw escaping in from the guy's the mouth video, in the yeah, video, yeah. right? So like, ostensibly, this dude's soul was trapped in a cell phone, but like physically trapped in a cell phone yeah, yeah, and that yeah. if you broke the glass on the cell phone it's like oh a crack and could get out like it was literally just <laughs> yeah, encased yeah. <laughs> in a cell phone so fucking the dumb the screen was holding that the, soul the back. soul yeah. in you know it's, well, it's a good feature on the iPhone X right it's waterproof it, yeah. keeps the soul in that's a facial recognition <laughs> yeah 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 there's uh, there's bitmojis and then yeah, there's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he drops the fucking thing it cracks the guy's spirit escapes and then he falls out of the vines because the jungle, I guess, is like, oh, you freed my spirit, so I'm no longer mad at you or some such horseshit. Right. Uh, What happened to that? Oh, the other thing that I enjoy... So that's basically what's going on. Uh, That's kind of the end of the episode, except for a little bit of uh, wrap-up at the end. And this happens in both episodes, and I've enjoyed it. It's like the one thing that I genuinely enjoyed is... uh, So... In both episodes, people have done, like, wild, fucked-up shit to somebody else, right? Yeah. We're going to leave you for dead, whatever it is. Right. In both episodes, the person, the transgressor, has shown up to that person and been like, hey, man, no hard feelings. Like, yeah. has done that move and been like, hey, you know, 
Sorry about that. Like in this episode, the guy. So the guy who's been hanging, we haven't said this whole time, was a cameraman on the other doctor's crew. Right. right. So he comes around. He's like, "Hey, need another cameraman." The producer says it to him, yeah, yeah, and the guy's yeah. like, "Hey, you just tried to ha- fucking have me killed like right. five minutes ago, and now you offer me a job." And the producer's like, "And a beer." <laughs> and hands him a beer. He has that beer out for a while. Yeah, yeah. Too, but yeah. the other thing I like is when the guy offers me, he's like, first offers me a job. The guy's like. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that happened in the previous episode, the same situation resulted in another person like, no, fuck you. Yeah, you just yeah. tried to kill me. I'm not, I'm not like, no, there are hard feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that I enjoyed. It's, um, this show is so fucking weird. And, and it's just so, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like tonally inconsistent, but the characters are inconsistent. Yes. You know? So like, I, I think it sticks with its like, you know, dumb tone. Like, yeah, well, but no, I would say that the atmosphere and the tone are basically the same. It's, yeah, and also, it's so found footage by like the barest possible. Oh yeah. There's like three they shots every episode where it's like, okay, that's from a security camera, yes, or that's from a handheld camera. But, but the rest of it just looks like a fucking show, right? Most yeah, times, yeah. it's shot like a mockumentary style yeah, show, yeah, yeah. just single camera. Yeah, um, it's man, this show. It's just baffling to sit down and just watch something like this that was probably seen but when it came out by millions of people. I would imagine, at least the first episode. I, well, right. <laughs> Once you get to the eighth episode. Yeah, I, I feel know, like that dropped off are... pretty hard. But oh, the other thing I wanted to mention in the first episode, at one point the black camera guy tries to like do a, like do try to acknowledge some of the bullshit of the cameras a little bit where he get like – he laughs at them for being covered in bat shit, and everyone gets mad at him or whatever. Yeah. He's like, it's funny. It is kind of funny. Yeah. You're covered in bat shit. It's kind of funny. Uh, to the point where the, the doc has to get it like cut out of his hair. Right. There's he gets so a much bat sexy shit. new haircut. Yeah, he does indeed. Yeah. Uh, and, and which felt like such a like like a, like a, like a note from somebody where like, oh, we don't like his haircut. Because the blonde even goes like, I've been wanting to do this since we met. Like, yeah, somebody yeah, was yeah. like, hey, can we do something about this guy's hair? Or it's, it's like a Superman situation where like they he had another role or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was coming <laughs> off and wrapping up something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but the black guy, he's like, they get mad at him or whatever. He has a moment where he basically breaks down a little bit and he's like, look, I'm the guy who has to go, when you guys are taking breaks, I have to run back there and pick up all those cameras. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. That's a good question. This camera's in the trees for all these shots, but are you just leaving them there? Yeah, right, so right. There's one line where he's like, I'm the guy that's going to go back there and pick up all these cameras carrying 40 pounds of gear or whatever, yeah. and it's like, all right, at least you tried. Do you – how do you think this ends? Like, like I mean, obviously – Oh, this is feel like we're at the halfway mark. I feel like yeah. it's a good good point, good point, uh, good place for, uh, for guesses. I yeah. like it. Predictions. I think they find them. It'd be weird if they didn't. I think they definitely find it. Yeah. I don't know how soon, though. No. Ooh. It can't be before the seventh episode. I don't think. Probably not. But then oh, it, they could pull a wild card and just have like find him in the next episode. That's what I and was. And then oh, so maybe they find him in the next episode or sixth episode or whatever. And then the rest is dealing with whoever the guy is talking to on the phone. Yeah. Because there's another moment that we didn't mention in the first in the third episode where. Uh, so he's whining in the woods with the blonde, and he's talking, so she can't see him, but he pulls out the phone because the Marcegos are approaching and he thinks he's going to die or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he pulls out the sat phone and in German or whatever language starts speaking to whoever the on the other end of the phone saying, like, 
look, they're never going to find the source. They're all about to die. Everybody's blind in the woods. Just fucking come evac me. Yeah. We're fine. They're never going to find the source. And I, she, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm praying because she yeah. can't see that he's on the phone. Right, right, right. Um, but so maybe there's a thing where they find the father early and then the rest is dealing with this splinter group of whoever's on the other end of that phone and the source situation. Yeah. I think I've got my prediction. Okay. I said earlier that that uh, woman's dad is dead. Mm-hmm. That's the guy on the phone. Gotcha. And the he is it, like essentially an antagonistic force to Emmett, for right. the main doctor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, hmm. but I th- there's something they just keep referencing this dad. Yeah. They've never shown him. That's true. And it would. Honestly, like I said, he died earlier, but I think it would be weird if they just found this dude dead. Dead, that would be weird. My thought was that they would find him dead, but like in like a ghost or a like some shit where they find him and they're like, "Oh shit, you're here!" But it turns out that could that could that would be real too. But But also things where it's like, I think whoever's on the phone, I think it's either the main guy, it's either Emmett, which I think it would be weird to make him a villain at the very end, but. Maybe. You yeah, know, yeah. This, this show's fucking, fucking weird. Yeah. Picking storylines out of a hat. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think it's her dad. I like that. Uh, you said it would be weird to make Emmett the villain. I think it would be interesting. Her dad is the other guy on the phone. Yeah. The Emmett finds the source, but then realizes he needs them. So he signs up with the bad guys. Okay. So they find him, and then it turns out, oh, he is also in league with them because the source. Because the whole point, they say a thing in this point where it's like the the wife uh, in the episode where we find out she's fucking the producer or whatever. The third episode, right? We like the producer basically says, like, look, your mom begged him to fucking stay. She did everything to keep the marriage together. Yeah, and he was like, "No, I choose the jungle." Like she, he threw you people away because the source, because uh, not the source, because he doesn't know about the source, but right. because going on this expedition to the jungle was more important. So, so the, it could be interesting for him to be like, "Yes, I did because this is more important. I yeah. do not care about you as much as I care about this." Right, magic. and that's why. So that's why it was being kept hidden from the doctor because right. she didn't want him to know no, that, that her it, dad or that his didn't dad didn't like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or sure. didn't, yeah, or cared about something else. More. Word. Uh, anything else you want? Anything you want to plug? We'll wrap this up. Uh, wait, when's this come out? It's come out on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, oh okay. Um, I guess uh, tomorrow night at Fallout Theater. Um, headlining sure thing. So awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's always a fun show. Yeah. So definitely, if you're an ATX, check that out. Be at nine thirty at Fallout. Yeah, yeah. So do that for sure. This will come out the day after the Sting. So the Sting would have just been an awesome show. You should have been there. Yeah. Uh, Louis C.K. showed up and I kicked it, him in the balls. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> right. The world's weird. Uh, <laughs> January 23rd and 24th, I'm headlining Cap City Comedy Club. So come out to those shows. They'll be super fun. I want to say John Mendoza is featuring. Yes, that makes sense. So I'm, come host, out to those. I'm hosting that weekend for Fortune Fine Start. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So go out to that too. And, That's a fucking strong weekend. And Joe DeRosa the week before. So. Oh, awesome. Just You know what? Just be at Cap City. Yeah, just go to Cap City. It's fucking good. Just yeah, go yeah. to Cap City. Uh, and if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, do all that good stuff. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks. Yeah.